Hello all, this is Blunted Girl. So, I'm not sure that I should talk about this because it's a bit not baked yet. <laughs> but I, I just woke up like from, I, I mean, I was just, it was like it was just a log all night long. Like I was just like dead. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it... I dreamt anything. I just wonk. It's just like it's like my brain just needed to turn off, um, which I totally understand after after my <laughs> my um, my uh, meditation tune up <laughs> that I participated in. Um, but anyway, I woke up and I and I was thinking about meditation itself. Was thinking about the idea of of meditation and why we meditate and what it's all about. When so I was I was raised a Catholic and and they they didn't call it meditation. It was prayer. And I mean, aside from going to mass, which I suppose is just a big long. Um, celebration of prayer, one prayer after another, um, and people pray like, "Did you pray today?" You know, <laughs> I don't know, um, and just talking about this idea of prayer. And at some point in my life, I I started to just really see things in that respect very differently that I that my life was a prayer my life my life became the prayer my life became church like I don't need to go to church because my life is church my my the actual living of it is the expression of of a prayer And, and 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 I'm thinking of I'm thinking of my I, I have this like <laughs> unbelievable habit. I'm kind of I'm I'm giving myself away here a little bit, but of buying a book but not always reading it. I have like a whole bunch of books that I have bought and I've never read them. Um, and I have to say, like Thich Nhat Hanh, a lot of the books that I that I have of his, I did not read, did not read them from cover to cover. I didn't. Um, <laughs> he he wrote really in this very interesting way, where he he kind of like he was a po- poet, and and the way that he wrote was just. It was more like esoteric and 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 it was more like poetry than it was like just um regular po prose i just like i don't know i just had a like it wasn't that it was i don't know how to describe this but he did write a pra- a book on this <clears throat> um 
and so and so and so then I would say, does there ever come a time where a person who who meditates their life becomes the meditation their life is a meditation that their brain is pretty consistently in a meditative state I mean I'm just like I'm just throwing out the question like I don't know it hasn't really been talked about very much and and it was something that I was just thinking I one of the the walking meditations yesterday. I was thinking about so I had the books that I did read <laughs> giving myself away. Um I did read um and David Hawkins talked about like the the these different type of phenomena and I don't know that he, he, I don't know if he experienced this or not. He, he may have, and that's why he was writing about it. But the way he wrote about it was just as a generality, part of my yarn. Um, it was just as a generality that there are some people who, there were people out there who were like these mystics and they were, you know, and he, and, 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 and this, actually kind of saved my life at a different time. I, because, okay, so my experience was that I, I was not a big meditator. Um, I wasn't. So like four years ago, I, I, and I've heard, I've heard these, you know, entities have spoken to me since I can remember and I didn't tell anyone I didn't tell anyone I just knew I just I don't know I was afraid to and then in college because yeah, I studied psych um, my, one of my professors said that hearing voices is never good that's what he said never 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 ever is it good to hear voices so I just didn't then I continued to not tell anyone that I was hearing these, you know, there were these, um, and I don't have like, not to be confused with an idea of schizophrenia or like multiple personality, because I don't, I don't have multiple personality disorder that I know of. <laughs> so funny. Usually a person, um, the person who actually has it does not know they have it. So that's just kind of, that's kind of nutty in and of itself, isn't it? So, um, well, that's what they say, but I'm not, I, I think that might be true. A lot of times we don't know our, you know, idiosyncrasies, but, um, <laughs> I'm pretty positive that I I don't have, you know, schizophrenia. But I wasn't going to tell anyone that I was hearing these these um voices, but I did start to meditate a little bit. Um and and like starting in 2018, like the beginning maybe some and sparingly. <clears throat> 
Um, I had an aside on that. I just, I had, I was going to counseling because I was in, I was in actually a marriage. I was married to somebody and, um, it wasn't going very well (laughs) to say the least. And, um, and I was, I was, you know, it was really interesting. I, I had some insights during that time that, that were, you know, and, and I, I just have to, to say, like, to chalk it up a bit to that this person I was with and I did not jive very well. We just didn't, in a sense, we were very different people. And, and, and I, you know, and just keeping the integrity of him and, you know, that he, he, in all honesty, if I were to just really, we were just very different people in the end. And it did not mix well. But I... I had like really disintegrated to a point where I was nearly unrecognizable to myself in the relationship. And so I went to see a, a, and it was really weird. I, I had this really bizarro insight because I, because I disintegrated to such a degree that I, I started to, like have these like like in a way like how could this guy love me like how how could I be lovable to anyone like in the state that I was in I mean it, it was um I was just miserable I really was <laughs> I was so unhappy I um and uh, a lot of times I just don't even go back there because there's no point in it. And But I wanted to say that this was around the time that, that, um, that I, I was seeing this counselor and she suggested meditation. So then I didn't think I could meditate. But I said, okay, I'm going to try this. So I would, I would put my timer on put a timer on my phone for like say 15 minutes I'm just gonna I am just gonna sit here for 15 minutes <clears throat> and I and I and I sat there and I started to do this really 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 weird thing and I and I did it and nobody was at the house I was like made sure that nobody could hear me and I started to do this like humming thing and something about the humming thing really helped me to like stay with it it was like the absence of anything except for focus on the humming but it's coming to me right in this moment that even before this, I started to have really weird things happening in my life. Just, my life just became so bizarre. But, and that was in, I think, 2016. So, 
a couple of years before this, my life had already started to become so bizarre that I couldn't, stuff was just happening that was weird, but it was, it was like, maybe, you know, so every sing every day I started to see 11s everywhere, like on the phone, on the, you know, I, I, I would go to my favorite coffee shop and the total would be 1111. It's so bizarre. Like, I mean, honestly, what are the statistical chances of that? You know, and so when I try to talk to people about it, oh, that's a great coincidence. I'm like, I'm sorry, that cannot be a coincidence. It can't. I had no idea what was happening to me and no one to talk to about it. But um, but these weird things would happen. Like it happened with names. Um, uh, just like weird things with like people. Um, it was just weird. That's all I'm trying to say. And th- this had already started to happen and I didn't know what it meant. I had no idea. And then in 2018, I start to, um, to meditate like a little bit. <laughs> I tried to make it a daily practice, but it, it, it didn't, it wasn't necessarily every day. And then, um, and then the floodgates, like, and, and you know, I, I honestly don't know what happened. I still don't know what happened. It was like, it was almost as if like, like, like the, in the way that it went down with my then husband, <laughs> I, I, I actually, I, like, I just don't even know, like, I don't even know if, if, like, there have been times where I've tried to, to pretend like that never happened. Like, I I never met him. I never went through that. I, I don't even know what that was about. I got to tell you, and, and like, and that was the weirdest thing because he kind of like, I, I would, I would do this thing where I would go on like dating websites for like a month. Um, and, and I was actually just kind of silly about it. Like I was like, okay, I'm putting it out to the universe that, you know, I would like, you know, I would like to have an experience with, with a man. So I would put it out on a, on a website and, uh, <laughs> and, and then I would get off because inevitably the, what you attract on and, and this is what I can't figure out is that some people do find their mate on one of these these dating websites. It does happen. I'm telling you, I hear about it. So there there are times where I do believe that the universe, God, can use whatever means to bring people together. So maybe some people are legitimately brought together by a dating website. But my experience was, I mean, I had the craziest experiences on that thing. So I had once again done that. I had gone on a dating website and then gone off. And then I would get these random emails, mostly from like 70-year-old men. 
like these like like these really bizarre like I, I don't know what you know I guess I'm 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 thankful that I'm a little bit older and I'm not like thirty, you know, or like I don't know what these men were thinking, but anyway. And then um not to say they wouldn't date a seventy year old, but he would have to be spectacular. <laughs> I don't know this seventy year old could put up, could keep up with me. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> unless he were spectacular, um. But um, but I was thinking um. Okay, so then I get this email from this guy, like you know, and I, he's not seventy. Thank <laughs> <But> God. <laughs> In fact, strangely enough, he was the first guy that I was ever, like, like, that, what, he was born the same year as me. It was so weird. In fact, he was a little bit younger. He was born later in the year than I was. So, um, and, <clears throat> now I've forgotten my train of thought. Um, oh, so he, he gets with me, and, and I'm just like, and I ended up giving him, giving him my phone number, and he texted me like pretty quickly, and then we had like these these text messages back and forth, and and then I was just, and it, there was something flippant about him. He was, he was um, flippant. He was, um, I, I don't know. There was something about it that I, you know, I like it. And he said, he actually said, I don't think this would be a good match. And I wish that it would have ended there. In hindsight, I, honest to God, why did I have to go through this? I mean, I, I just have to put out that question. Um, so I disappear and I'm, I'm like, you know, that's, that's a memory that, I, you know, and I, it was neither here nor there. I didn't care. You know what I mean? So I just move on with my day. And... I go out the next night with a friend and had a blast. And then we went out the next night and, and then I'm standing in front of a bar and then like, there he is. There's the match guy. I'm standing there and I'm just like, oh my God, what is he doing there? And he's standing there, like, he's standing there, like, almost like... (laughs) He's pretty animated too, like like I can feel it. I can feel like he's being really animated, and he's just like, and then he says, "Aren't you Jamie?" And I'm like, "Oh God," and 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 I didn't know what was happening at the time, and I still don't know what was happening. But the friend that I was with said to him aren't you, and said his name. So I think that they may have matched up a match. But neither one of them ever admitted that to me. Neither one of them did. So, I mean, it could have been that the universe was trying to put them together and not me. And the whole night was really weird. Like, I didn't know if, if he was for her or for me, or I don't know. But for some reason, um, he decided to to connect himself with me. And so this is what my theory is. 
my theory is that he had an opportunity. That he had an opportunity to have an incredible life. And he just couldn't, he, he just, his nature, he, like, he just couldn't do it. He couldn't, and, 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 and during this time, he was, he was projecting onto me that I was the one that was, um, that was the problem. He was projecting on, like, that I was, um, he used to say things to me that that were God. He really, um, and I can't. I you know I don't even know what I said, I, but I I really disintegrated. Um, but he had this opportunity, and he chose his nature. He chose his animal nature instead of the life that that I had hoped for us. He did. He he chose that. And it disintegrated, and I, and I don't even talk about this like in my material, but it disintegrated to a point where, where I was in, I was in the kitchen. I, I had said something to him that really made him mad, and and it turned into the situation where where I started to feel like my safety was was threatened, and and at this point he he like left the room and he was so angry. I don't know how to describe how mad this guy was. And and I remember I had just sort of like fallen to the floor and I I was sitting there and I'm like and I'm thinking and I'm observing and I'm like, what is happening? And I and I and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I've been here before. I, I've been here before. Like what is what is happening right now? And I and I and I went in, and, and and this was the weirdest thing. I mean, I, I just, I was sitting on the bed, and I, I was sobbing in a way that I that I don't know how to describe. I mean, it was a level of grief. Um, and now I know. Then I didn't, but now I know that it was, it was. What I was grieving was my experience of myself with this person. It wasn't even. It wasn't even necessarily him. It was. It was my, my my. It was the the amount of love that I had for him. And I was just, I didn't you know. And I started to talk to him, and and the way that he was with me, the the complete lack of any sense of of empathy. He he was just basically like you either raise like you either get better or like he sort of gave me this really weird weird ultimatum in a moment where I was so incredibly vulnerable and um and I decided to leave I didn't care I said I'm like I will cut off my arm before I ever I ever have a person ever devalue me in this way ever I didn't know that I could not articulate that in this moment in that moment but I can say it now like in retrospect I can look at it um, more objectively but 
<clears throat> so when I left, I and and then it just sort of went on a little bit after that, and then I. I knew that the only way that I was going to be able to stay away from this person was to categorically block him. I had to block him. Like, not even that he was going to call me. Not even that he was going to do anything. But um, I had to I had to have it where I... And this is, like, something that is very key that I would like to actually write a book about when I'm done with other books <laughs> in line with all these books that I like to write about this because I see women and probably men, but I'm only referring to women at the moment, um, who we do this stupid thing. If you really want to move on from someone, you have, you may have to change your phone number. You may have to change your email number. You may have to, to move to a different city. There are a number of things you may have to do in order to actually move on with your life. But instead, people don't do that. They stay with their addiction to that phenomena. This breakup and makeup, BS, horrible life. You know, and I see friend after friend after friend doing it. And it's like, I, I don't want any part of that. You know, going and creeping on their social media. Oh, what are they doing? Oh, you know, like, I, I, I don't want any part of it. And I actually, like, I'm tired of my friends. If I have any friends that are in this pattern, I can't deal. I can't. I just, it's like, I'm not going to talk about that. If you do not have the discipline to choose you over that horrible situation, then, like, I, I, I just I just can't tolerate it. But anyway, so, so I don't know what happened, except that I, and, and I had actually, like, this thing went down with my job. Everything in my life just fell apart everything. It was like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I remember I just went to bed one night and I was just like, I was just feeling so hopeless. I, and it was sort of like this injury to my brain, actually. Like it was like, it was like a frying pan. I mean, it was extreme. And I just didn't know what to do. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a husband. I didn't have that I had actually waited years for. Um, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? And I go to bed. And in the middle of the night, I wake up. In this space. Where I I swear it felt like I was levitating I don't know if I was but it felt like it and I was encapsulated in the most amazing love of God that I could ever have imagined it was like it was like I mean, like, when I even think about it, it was so, <laughs> there was, there's nothing that compares, nothing. So I wake up from this, you know, 
as you can imagine, changed. And all of a sudden, there was this dial, it was like this dial just went up, like somebody turned up a dial of this idea, this phenomena that they talk about synchronicity. It's the only term I know how to say because it's not coincidence, but it's it's these two things that connect that that statistically should not connect but are connecting and you cannot not see it. You cannot I mean, I guess you could ignore it, which people do all the time, say, Oh, that's just coincidence and it's not and that's they shouldn't do that because if they paid attention to it they would get more. But in in my case, it was so much of an overload that I didn't know what to do with the information. And it was coming at me like like in crazy amounts. I didn't know what to do with it. I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I was acting pretty crazy. It was. Because I was having like all this information. And, and I don't, I don't know what this was about, but it kind of seemed like I was, I was shifting dimensions. Like I was shifting dimensions and I was shifting timelines. Like I was, I was seeing things in these different, like it, it was, it was insane. I mean, it really was. Like, and some people probably do when they get into this situation, go to a psych ward. It's like, I don't even know what to do, you know, but I knew better. I knew I wasn't crazy because I got the proof right here. It's right there. See, see this happen. I was taking screenshots all the time. I, I was just, um, and I didn't know because, and, and it seemed to be actually kind of general, like, it was this generality that I didn't, didn't know. Um, I didn't know like, like what to look at, because when you have this this amount, it's like having, um, almost like having multiple television television stage television broadcasting coming at you, and you don't know which one to pay attention to. Because I didn't. I didn't know I didn't know what was what was heads or tails. And it, it actually ended up going on to this level for months. For months. It was like one thing, it was like it was almost like it was like rolling out one thing after another after another after another after another for for months to this to this level. And at the time um, in the beginning, I was meditating a minimum of two hours a day. I was just, I was just really finding that to be my happy place because I was, I was really vacillating because of the amount of inner. Because I was also, I was also experiencing some negativity, some pretty heavy negativity. I, I talk in my in my book about this, I had like a huge amount of dread. I had gone to see one of my best friends in, in 
San Francisco or like, I can't remember, Santa Rosa. She lived there at the time and I had driven, I drove my car there. It took me, to get there, it took me two days and and I'd stayed with her for a few days and it was such a beautiful time. But even at the, the I was just in such a state of grief. Like, I, I just... Um, but there was something in me, I'm going to get back to that, but there was something in me that just told me, wait, do not, do not act like, wait, 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 wait. And it was pretty quickly. I mean, we were divorced, like legally divorced in October of 2018. So you think about how fast that was. <clears throat> I don't even know when I, I... I actually filed for an annulment um, because I didn't, I didn't even know that this guy that had actually married me, to be honest. Um, but anyway, I'm not sure what his... In, in hindsight, I'm not really sure what his um, thought was because uh, I actually didn't know him. I thought I knew him. I think I made him up in my mind. Uh, I did not know the guy. I really didn't, and and I don't know. I think I don't know what his his um, his intentions were toward me. I don't know, um, but now I've lost my train of thought again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm in California, and I'm 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 getting ready to I, I drive home, and I have such dread because I I really was having a hard time sometimes staying in a positive place. And on the drive home, I get this, <clears throat> like the only, the only thing I can call it is demonic. I was, I was, I was really being harassed by a demonic and demonic energy for hours. And my body was really, really took a toll on my body. Like I just, I was, my skin was like almost unrecognizable. And, and it, it, it just harassed me and said, it was like, I could feel it. This wasn't just like, um, I could feel this energy. Her, like just, um, trying to, I don't know what, maybe just take me out. I don't know. I don't know what, what the purpose and point was for it, but, um, and so, and so during this time I, I got, because, and I didn't have that happen to me to that degree ever, ever again. I, (laughs) I kind of make jokes that I'm not sure that, that, these energies want to be anywhere near me at this point. <laughs> if if not for like the, the mere reason that they would be repulsed by me, like totally repulsed, like just don't bother with that one. <laughs> um, anyway, so like these, these spirits like don't, don't mess with me. Um, and, 
I'm just going to interject something that is really kind of not, it's very relevant to this topic, but not my general topic of, of this podcast. But I, the other day, I had a visit with a family. And it, she's, this family's brand new to me. And, and she had been kind of alluding to something with her son. <laughs> And then something um, happened this last week at a visit. He, he, something went awry with his little iPad, like some kind of gaming device. Something went awry and this child had, I, I mean, and I've seen, I've seen kids that react this child was, and I don't know how to describe it, but I'm going to try. He was beating on his mom. He was screaming. He was shouting profanities. He was calling her an effing bitch. Sorry for the word. And like screaming that, um, get away from me. I mean, he literally sounded like a demon. He sounded like an adult when he spoke. And the worst part for me was was not necessarily even him. It was watching his mother and the amount of of torment this poor and she is just she was just sobbing. And partly just an embarrassment. I mean, if you can imagine, she has an agent for the DCS in her living room while her child is having a complete, what they would want to say, meltdown. But I, I saw it kind of differently. And she's just crying. I mean, and she's trying to calm him down the best she can. And I and I ask her because the child is being seen. He he goes to a special school and he is being seen by counseling staff. And I said, okay, so what are your protocols? And she says, I have about 50 of them. I said, well, are they working? And she said, no, clearly they're not working. At some point, I walk over to, I don't walk over very, very close to him. I'm probably about, I don't know, six feet, eight feet away from him and her. But she's sitting on the sofa and this kid is like wedged between the sofa and the floor and he's making all kinds of noise. And she's worried about that because she lives in an apartment complex and she's afraid that the, the people in the apartment complex will hear her child and will complain because this has happened. And, and, the, and so I walk over and I just merely said, you know, please don't hit your mother. I say, you really can't, you don't hit your mom like that. I mean, I was really just, I mean, it was bothering me to no end. It was like, it's one thing hitting the wall. It's another thing hitting your mother. You just don't do that. And so, and it's like occurring to me in this, this very moment that there was a, 
a hole, there was a hole in the wall, and I don't know if it was from him or somebody else, but I was thinking that maybe a project she and I might want to do is to repair that because looking at that hole in the wall, looking at that level of anger every day, you know, must elicit some kind of negative thing. So when I told him to stop beating on his mother, he said, I don't have to effing listen to you in a very adult voice. And I said, no, you don't. And I sat down and he proceeded to start cussing at me like words that I, I, I was just flabbergasted. I'm like, oh my God. And then he starts to throw things at me. And I'm not talking like, I mean, he starts to pelt things at me. And he gives me the beloved, he flips me off, but not with one hand. One hand would have been one thing, but I got the double flip off from this kid. (laughs) And I left and I was like, you know, it's like, how do you tell your, tell your client, I think your child may be possessed by a demon. Maybe you need to take him to an exorcism. <laughs> Start to laugh, but like I'm, I'm sitting here and it's like, there can be other ways and we'll figure it out. And don't take him to an exorcism. And don't tell anyone. <laughs> Nobody will believe you, but I, I think it's true. But in the moment, I was really trying to rise my level of love and light in the room. And I was ill-equipped. I was not in the zone at the moment. And I I was ill-equipped to be able to do anything productive for this child, actually, in the moment. But I'm on it. (laughs) So, so... That summer was was incredibly challenging and in the sense that I that I was learning this idea of being outside of time. I was learning that we really do create our reality. I was learning there's a whole, whole, whole lot out there. And and some of which we really don't want to experience. Um and so it's very, very important for us to to learn the skill of choosing our thoughts very carefully and and i could, i i started to be able to feel when i was in the zone and when i wasn't in the zone and in a sense meditation for me at this point is a couple of things it is a it is a moment for me to just just sit quietly and kind of rest and be with God. And not even that God needs me to do this. It's like I need to do this to just connect with love, to connect with that which loves me, loves us, loves by nature. 
<clears throat> so I was I would say that 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 is the reason why I I meditate, um, <clears throat> but I. I I can sense that I'm in the zone even times when when I'm not in a meditative state per se. And this is what I, I I've been a very I'm I'm doing the long story not the short story. This this is why I am wondering <clears throat> if people if there are people who live in a meditative state and their life becomes the meditation, like the life becomes the prayer, like life, my life is church. Like I don't have to go to church. My life is church. I don't have to, I don't necessarily have to even set aside time to pray, but, but I can, I can, my life becomes the prayer. The things that we do, the things that seem mundane. If we were doing everything, as Thich Nhat Hanh would say, in mindfulness, if we are doing everything in mindfulness, if we are thoughtful in everything that we do, everything becomes the prayer. And so, and so I, I was wondering about this idea of meditation and, and it's not to say that I, that I, to like get out of meditation. That's not like, okay, I'm going to stop meditating because my life is the meditation. Because to be honest, I don't really like, I don't know, I don't think of prayer anywhere what I used to. I don't think of prayer the way that I used to. I don't, I don't know. Like, do we, do we say a, a pretty please to God? And I feel like a lot, a lot of times we do until we grow to the understanding of knowing there isn't a pretty pre please to God. It's kind of preposterous. I ask in a certain way, if I do it in a certain way, if I, if I pray in a certain way, if I meditate in a certain way, if I, you know, if I listen to this music, if I, um, <laughs> if I write my affirmations this way, if I like, like all these, like it, it, it can be bring on neurosis, You know, and it's ineffective. Like I, I don't know what to say because I, and I'm talking from experience because, you know, and I hear this again. I hear this again at at this, you know, my tune up, <laughs> the tune up I attended, and I hear this again. You know, like it's the law. It's like it, it has to be when these two things, it has to be, and I'm, I'm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I hear that. I hear that. And yet, and yet it's not. I hear that. And 
And see, and I am the only one who can say, like, like this, this other person can say, well, you're, you know, you're not, clearly you're not doing something or it, it has to be. And I, and, and I'm the only one who knows. I'm the only one who knows what, what, what the level of everything, not the level, but like what I've been doing. I'm the only one. And God. So there's this element of what they call like divine timing. That I have to trust in divine timing. I have to trust in everything. to God, I have to leave it to God to, to do, to do this because, but another takeaway for me was, was that in that gap between the manifest and the unmanifest. So I'm going to say the unmanifest to the manifest, because in my situation it has not yet manifested in that gap, the emotion of that will, will, keep me going it will it will see me through because there are times where where I get stuck in that in that gap and then I'm like okay I'm not doing this right I must not be doing this I must not be vibrating right I must not there's something like it's something that I'm not doing right or it would happen right So this is why I have been so resistant to this whole idea from the very beginning because then it is this loop but a person like me I I take that I take that as a negative that I'm not doing this right and so I take that as a negative and I and in the past I probably would have given up I would have I would have just given up I'm not inclined to doing that at this point. At this at this point, I know what I want or I know what it is that I desire. And and I'm and I am content to do whatever is required. Whatever's required. And and I suppose that that part of that is, is the requirement that sometimes I have to wait. I have to wait. I have to live in that gap. And I, and I don't know why. <clears throat> but part of the reason why why I'm I'm talking about this is because there is this there is this inclination to believing that meditation is just this other thing that we do to get it what it is that we want okay i i i don't know what other what other terms to use for this stuff i mean i just don't i i don't like do i i don't know how to word it i guess you're not supposed to use the word want see i mean this is it can bring on neuroses but part of why 
why we meditate, it's kind of like the same thing as prayer, you know, it's like, (laughs) and it sort of is like a pretty please. If I, if I do my meditations, if I do this meditation every single day for the next 365 days, like, is it like, at what point it is, is it the law that is going to come into my physicality? When is it? And then I have to have, you know, the, these, these, you know, I'm supposed to have the these um, emotions, you know, and gratitude and the, you know, and and if I do all this properly, it's the law. It has to come into my physicality, and I and I just I don't I don't I'm not sure I'm not sure about all this. I I I don't know. Um, it was the weirdest thing, you know. And I'm realizing that I'm running out of time. So I got a, my short story long. <laughs> there were two things that I, that, I, that I had set out an intention. Two things in my life that I set out an intention. The other thing came to my physicality in a, in a big way. And it didn't mean as much to me as this other thing. And I think that there is something in that. I think there's something in that, that, but then there's also like, like what I'm thinking about, what's coming to mind for me right at this moment is, is, is that this thing is so extraordinary to me. This thing is so special to me. This thing is so dear to me. This thing is so much, it means so much more to me. And that's the beauty. That is the beauty. That is the beauty that when this does come into my physicality, it is like the rarest thing. It is like the pearl of great price. <clears throat> it's going to mean that much more to me to win the Olympics than, you know, the state tournament, right? It's like I'm going for the Olympics here. <laughs> The Love Olympics. Ah, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I'm running out of time. I've got to go. <laughs> I'll be back with more on this. I'm not done with my percolating on this idea. <laughs> you know, I'm always into something new. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap. <laughs>